this wonder in this video we're gonna be another if i don't talk to myself who will we talk about contraceptives and just different forms of birth control our experiences but before we get started make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on instagram at endless wonder and subscribe to our website in our newsletter at endlesswonder.com all right so contraceptives or sep I, I can't speak obviously if people haven't figured that out um so maria if you don't mind correcting me what is it contraceptives contraceptives right okay cool because i can't see the word so i can't read it out loud so i have a question for you when do you like think you even remember like hearing about contraceptives and basically what that is if i'm not mistaken just from my experience knowledge. Um, it's basically different types of protection or ways to not get pregnant. So it can be like condoms, very basic, or different type of birth controls or things like that. If I, if, right, Maria, something like that, right? Yeah. That's basically, different so. Different kinds of birth control. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's condoms is, yeah. Condoms is a contraceptive, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay, cool. So yeah, so when do you think you was introduced to contraceptives? Well, I guess I always knew about condoms, like, mm -hmm. from, like, at a very young age, you know? Yeah. Elementary or middle school, like, I, I can't remember specifically, but, mm -hmm. like, I always knew about that, but I never really knew, like, what it really meant. Mm -hmm. so I was just like, oh, condoms, yeah, totally, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly didn't know, and it wasn't until high school, probably. Well, not really. I it, I think it was like I started really looking into it in college. Mm, mm. That's when I got one. And yeah. Because so, I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be 20 or 21 mm -hmm. pregnant." So. Mm -hmm. we're Interesting. Not, <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. And it wasn't even about the other person in mm -hmm. my it was just I know what I want for my life and I don't want to be yeah exactly I want to live my best life for and I already have like my own plan in head in my head uh -huh. but getting pregnant or trying to keep a man with me because of a baby is ridiculous and I would never do that you know so I don't know <laughs> that's my point on it when did you first start um or when did you hear or personally get a contraceptive or birth control can you repeat that one one more time i'm so sorry it like cut out oh, that so, question so i said um when did you first hear about or experience or get a birth control for yourself Okay, so basically my experience and like learning into it, um, similar to you, when I was younger, that's when it was introduced to me. Um, I don't think it was like from my mom or any adult figure in my life. You kind of just accidentally find out about it when you're in where I used to live or whatever, or younger period in general. But anyway, um, also school had brought it up. But the funny thing about it is that my experiences or the experience that I hear of other people around me, like when they're actually having sex, people knew about condoms, but no one was using it. And for me, like I've had people around me or people I went to school with 
who end up having babies at the beginning of high school or just young in general, maybe in middle school because no one's using condoms, even though we're somewhat aware, but we didn't know. I don't know. I don't know what the real reason was for it, but yeah. And so, so condoms was mainly the one thing I knew about. Um, and then since there was a lot of unprotected sex going on or people are not having, using condoms, a lot of children still, because we're kids at that age, are talking about birth control because they have to be put onto birth control, they have to take this or whatever, like those terms were being talked about in high school. So I knew of it, but I never really dealt with it myself. Um, when I got in college, I want to say my second to last year of college. So college was six years for me. So basically my fifth year of college, that's when, or no, I want to say my second year of college is when I actually got into that. Um, but not birth control, or it is a form of birth control, but I had to do the whole, what is it called? Like the um, next morning pill or the morning after. I forgot what it's called, but it's a pill. B. That, huh? The plan B pill, the morning after. Yeah, so plan B. Like when you have or say someone comes inside of you, if you go that night or within the time span that is needed, you take this pill and it basically kind of washes out the whole like the sperm or whatever there's some scientific way to it but it does that so i've had to deal with that before and like with that of course all these things are harm like it causes hormonal changes to your body um and so you can be very emotional you can like who knows i know it was cranky as fuck or i was just i don't know if it was the pill or i was just irritated all around with that whole situation but anyway i've experienced that and in fifth year of college, I did get curious about doing birth, con birth control. Because for me personally, I don't like the idea. Like, I want to do birth control, but then I don't like the idea of the possible changes that I can have on my body. And I don't, want my, I don't like the idea of my body being, like, used to something. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, I have to. Like, just, that's just my general stand. Like, anyway, yeah. So I'm one of those people when it comes down to it, but I think birth control is very important for people to have. But yeah, I got into it. Like, I got curious about it in my fifth year because of the person I was with. He was like, yeah, like get birth control. Like, so this and this and that. Uh -huh. um, and then my sixth year when I was hanging out with that, like- Wait, that in let me interrupt you. So you got it, but because of your partner, not because of yourself. And would you want to share what type of birth control or was it just the morning after? Oh, we can actually talk about that more when we get into the more like, I can go, basically I can go back to that question. Please don't forget it. Um, so then, yeah, so I have my experience with that. And then I started like being close to this guy who's, experienced in medicine and like all that that type of stuff and so he actually taught me a little bit about um the woman's cycle because there's points of your cycle that if you do have someone come inside of you if you getting pregnant it's basically like zero mm. zero 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 um but yeah we can get into more details about that and that's kind of explicit but anyway yeah he taught me a lot about that and that was interesting because I had no idea about like my egg cycle or whatever the case might be um but yeah that's basically my story my timeline dealing with contraceptives okay cool yeah.
Yeah. Honestly, yeah, in my case, like, I knew about, like, different methods, you know, and I heard about it, and I had heard other stories from other people having mm-hmm. and I had also seen, but I've always been the one that's terrified of the idea of having a baby when she's young, when I'm mm-hmm. young, myself. Yeah, like, yeah. For other people, for other women, if you want to have babies when you're young and that's the way that you want to go, then perfectly fine. But I've always been like exactly, and like especially to the whole even idea of having a family, I'm always like, oh, like do I even? (laughs) So yeah, it was definitely something that I needed to get on to like right away, and so. Like, the whole experience of getting it was, like, emotional and impactful because I did it all, like, with my, like, I went to the place by myself and everything, mm. you know? So there was nobody there, like, and then yeah. mom found out. She was, mm-hmm. for people that don't know my mother, she's very religious. And so <laughs> it was, like, oh, my God, like, the church would not approve. Like, why are you mm. doing- body this this and that you know Uh we come from a culture where people girls that are 20 19 21 have one or two kids already and Mm. not that their life is already stopped there but Uh you don't have the freedom yeah explore other options with yourself with your career with your artistic like talents that you might want to do like exactly mistakes and grow in some things you know I just feel like and this is just my journal point of view like I just yeah once you have children your life is going to be devoted to those kids at least for like seven years five or seven yeah you know because like yeah when they even go to school at first like Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) but you know in general just things yeah like, I've always seen that, and just, like, with how I grew up, like, I'm, like, okay, definitely having kids is not something that's gonna come for me, like, right away, and mm-hmm. I'm 22, almost 23, and we're still good to go, you know? Yeah. Honestly, it's because of myself. I've always mm-hmm. been extra, extra, extra cautious, because I'm not gonna make a mistake like that, and not that yep. Is a mistake, but in my case, the way that I have my life like visioned, yeah, it would be something you know that would like steer me in another completely direction. And like, exactly, I love it if it happens, but it's not something that I see myself really foreseeing in the future, like in the near future. Like, I don't see, yeah. 24 and having a family already you know like yeah anything maybe when I'm like 30 or like 28 you know like if (laughs) yeah there's certain things that you need to get done before you open that part of your life up exactly Exactly. I agree with you with that I like yeah I like what you were saying um because for me personally um let's see if I was gonna lose my train yeah basically when you have a child and this whole 
understanding that you, I agree and I, I apply it towards this and I always apply it towards relationships too but that's where I have a harder time because I'm like no but I want a relationship but the other part of me is like no like don't worry about that right now distraction for me but the point is is like when you pick up more relationships or start doing to me this is my understanding of life like when you start doing um things with people you dedicate time to them it takes time like when you have a kid now you have to maybe the 10 hours that you currently have now you have to change it up to dedicate it to a kid instead of using it towards yourself when you get a new job like the free time that you had before then you have to now dedicate it to your job when you're in a relationship the free time you had then you have to dedicate it to that so that's how i see it and i don't have the fucking time for it like i barely had a time for a pet like, I don't have a lot of time for myself, <laughs> you know? So it's like certain things I need to do. Then I can be able to really enjoy being a parent or enjoy being this or that. Because if I have a kid now, like right now, where I'm at, what's going on, I will be hella miserable. I'll be angry. Like, it would just not be a good experience, you know, if I just wait till time is right for it. Yeah, and like the way I, I, I agree and... Like, I know there would be good moments, you know, like, oh, look, it's like doing something, but also <laughs> crying in the middle of the night. And I have yeah. 10 hours the next day, so it's going to be like, kill me now, you know? Exactly. I can't. Exactly. So, like, I can't even handle two cats. Like, how am I going to handle life living things, you know? Exactly, dude. Um, like, just to tell everything in my family has been between my mom, my grandmother, other generations, what I have seen and have studied of other women, like women always end up the ones having, and not always, mostly from what mm -hmm. I, yeah. um, taking care of the children themselves. And mm -hmm. they're probably the husband, if he's around, he's mm -hmm. all the time and then come home and like maybe help out, but like, the way I feel, unless I'm traumatized or like shoot me if I'm wrong you know but just uh -huh. like the way I see it it's like if I end up getting into it, <laughs> shoot me if I'm wrong that's funny <laughs> I was like I was like oh well, you said that in my head I was like I'm gonna shoot you I'm gonna shoot you you're wrong thinking that society like oh my god Any anyway go ahead yeah I'm sorry I just had like a little kid moment you understand do you understand that like the way with how everything in my life has gone and what i've seen from other people uh -huh. the woman stays with the child and of course yeah. i have a co-worker and he's a great single dad you know mm -hmm. father um and those are like cases as well and i'm not saying yeah. he can't be there but most from what i've seen you know in my life and so then that's why i feel like I've always been, okay, I'm going to be independent, self mm -hmm. rely on only myself. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have a house to give them. I don't have finances. Exactly. You know? Girl, yes. Ooh, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm, I, please don't lose your thought. This is going to be real quick. But my comment on that, it's like, it's not that we're trying to pressure you as parents to just demand, give us all these things, but you can have helped the sister out if you just got certain things in your life a little better <laughs> because now it's hella hard for me now you feel me like so go ahead I'm sorry continue if you remember no it's pretty much that you know like yeah. grandma she had nine kids and mm -hmm. of course there's different different times but she struggled as a single mom and, yeah 
my mom, she had me when she was 21 and she struggled. And mm-hmm. then, what am I going to do? Keep the cycle going? Exactly, girl. It's like, no. Yes, bitch. Change. You yes. Yes. See a pattern and understand and try to do better because, uh-huh. but, like, how I've talked about generational feminism, like, I've mm-hmm. been, like, through the generational of my own entire, like, family, you know, like, the people. Yeah like okay this person did that and they're here this person did that and now they're here you know Mm -hmm. to apply what I've studied what I've learned about both in textbooks and society or like the world around me and now I'm like okay this is this is what I can see for myself this is what I and I'm very proud of myself because I've sticked my I've sticked to it you know yeah and no matter if I have a partner or a boyfriend that's like, oh, let's have babies now, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I know what I want for my exactly, family, and I know what I'm gonna do. And so mm-hmm. definitely, that it's just been like something that ever since I was little, and I'm like, no, nope, you're not gonna change. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> yeah, and good, bro. It's no. good to be stubborn. Like, there's certain qualities that people have to talk shit about. But I'm like, go ahead and talk shit. Like, having these qualities puts you at an advantage. Like, you should know what you want for yourself and have these certain standards for yourself and be stubborn as fuck. And if people want to change it, that's their problem. Like, you shouldn't lower yourself ever to please someone else because then they're going to back out. They're going to, whatever, when stuff really hits the fan, like, they're not going to be in it as much as you're going to be in it. And then they might dip out, which we have a lot of single parents whether man or female, a lot of times it's a female, but they dip out, and now what? You're stuck with both of y'all decisions. You feel me? Like, so, yeah, like, it's it's interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, because it's not only about the fact of, oh, now I have a kid. It's also mm-hmm. for women. It's mm-hmm. just the body goes through for nine months, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Terrified of it. Mm-hmm be honest you know like um my wisdom teeth when I was going through that whole pain I was like oh fuck like this is never gonna end this is gonna be my life I'm gonna be a cripple now but then I also everybody that I went to like in the ER and the hospital like the uh, the dentist and everything they're like oh top two pains wisdom teeth and babies wisdom teeth. really oh my god girl don't say that i still haven't got my wisdom teeth pulled i'm trying my best not and, to deal with that no, like when i actually got them out it wasn't even bad it was the pain because it was causing remember how i was telling you that i felt like somebody was sticking um mm. what is it called a q-tip inside of my ear it felt like my temples floating uh, uh. but it was pain before it you know mm. so that is I see bad as having late or labor and like, <sighs> to do with it ones and of course there's like um epidural and other pill or not pills but like medication that they'll give you so it won't be that mm-hmm. um but but then there's like downfalls and fears with that shit like if i'm not mistaken the epidural is a shot right that can possibly paralyze you or change your body forever after you take it and it hurts and it's big and it's scary and then you're under some type of drug depending on what you're going through with your birth they put you on some drug or whatever to kind of ease the pain so you lose this like the natural like connection 
connection that you can have with your child like it's still there but it's not as much if you don't do it with any of that stuff which is why if i was to give birth i'll do natural birth okay but i know it's gonna be super painful um so yeah it's a lot and then you could possibly die if you're a mother who's giving birth what if something goes wrong and a lot of these doctors are men not females so they don't fully really connect so there's a lot of women who die during birth because the right people are not in the area to really like deliver the baby for them it's like it's so much like it's just oh and then like before you get to the like giving the birth or whatever you're already going through all those what do they call it um when they um cons oh, fuck it starts with a c i think when they get like huh contraction yes like if I'm not mistaken, that's just like a pain, right? Basically, like that's how it sounds. Like they're just having pain Every or something. Oh my god! Like comes and then it goes and then it's yeah, but it's like excruciating pain. Yeah, no. it's, and then they still have to deal with like society. They still have to deal with working, luckily, and then they might get some time off, maybe a week. Who knows? Depending on work, you feel me? They still probably have to deal with like the how, like they still are living life, probably. You feel me? Like, yeah, and, and that is hard. Go home with their body chopped up, and now take care of a baby. You know, I I don't know. I don't. Mm -hmm. know. So in this mind, motherhood is immature like i've gotten from older people they're like oh you're just young you don't know you're immature and it's like mm. but it mostly who i've gotten it from is men yeah so it's and honestly dude i want to make a comment on that just in case other people get that we're not immature we're inexperienced because we haven't been through it yet but at least we're questioning and figuring out when we start when you start like going at something with disrespect and talking shit then that's when you're like you're immature childish and yeah you could talk shit back but if i'm like you know questioning and trying to understand or making an opinion that is not harming anyone you've been through it and you're angry that's why you're talking like like this to me right now so you're immature not me like that irritates me yeah but yeah yeah but no it's just crazy because I have gotten contractions because of my uh, birth control, so mm. I'm IUD, so it's like yeah for five years. Mm -hmm. In my family, like my mom already has really bad cramps, and mm -hmm. so I get even more. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do. Like, there's been times. There was one time where. Uh, Michael was like this close to taking me to the hospital. Like I was crying mm. and I was shrieking up and my whole body was like curled up and yeah. like little things like that, that are kind of a back end, a bad side of yeah. birth control. And then this mm -hmm. I have the Marina five year IUD. And then mm. there's another one that's, um, a copper one that's supposed to make your periods even that's supposed to make your period cramps mm -hmm. so i'm just like oh my god no please no but, yeah see go ahead yeah just like yeah you're getting birth control but it's still not completely there because mm -hmm. it's still affecting women's body exactly like, oh you don't want to have a child cool here you go hormones and mm -hmm. period cramps and weight gain and this and that exactly that's just not a thing it's a mess it's something you're entering you're putting something into your body like you know that's something that we created and 
it's just going against what's natural you feel me mm-hmm. um so yeah I've had some like the originally when I was going to get into birth control I was going to do that but I was too scared I was like oh that sounds no and then I know um I have a friend who has it in her arm and I have a friend who has that as well but she had like a very like a a horror like a bad experience with it um so I was gonna get that and I was like no thank you um so I got like some ring I don't know like there's this ring you put in there for like apparently for it's supposed it can be in there for three months and I'm just like that just sounds wrong like it doesn't sound like right like I don't get it like what if it gets lost like I don't know it just sounded weird to me and I'm like I got it to check it out to deal when I was with the dude I was with so I can go back into that from earlier but I was with him I got back with him and he was like yeah baby girl it'll be nice if you can get like some birth control or whatever so try to dirty talk it so I can do this and this and this I'm not gonna state that stuff for America but yeah and just going on and then me being me I was like I'm I was curious already kind of like somewhat thinking about it before he came in but I was like now that we're together I'm like yeah sure I'll do it um so that's why I was learning and getting into it trying to try different things but then homie apparently I guess he likes it just because he can do what he wants which is finish where he wants to finish and uh, it makes the woman more thick you know because he was telling me he's like yeah if you get it like you're gonna be you're gonna get bigger or something like that and that's how I like it like um (laughs) wait a minute I'm over here doing this for like a relationship reason you over here doing it for your preference like no you got me fucked up I'm not about to put my body through these changes for you to get off at like you feel me no so I didn't do it like I, I had it in there for like one day and once I figured where he was at mentally I took it out but I'm pretty sure there are some females. Like, the reason why I wanted to slightly talk about that is if you are listening to this and you're a young woman, a young girl, um, or whatever, whoever, mm-hmm. if you don't want to do it because you don't feel comfortable with that in your body or you don't want to go through whatever you might go through, and the person you are with is trying to talk you in, making it seem like it's a very sweet thing and the best thing to do, don't. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. Just wear condoms or make sure if you really don't want to wear condoms and you're doing pull out like you need to pull it out i'm gonna do that like the morning after pill like at least with that you don't have to continue to deal with it constantly like it's not in your body but if you feel very uncomfortable and you don't want to do it don't do it because at the end of the day homie can leave at any time and will if he wanted to and you might be stuck with this thing who can possibly do damages to your body like the risk is not like that for every person but like I said, I've had a few people who had their horror stories. And at the beginning of each story, they already did not want to do it. But they were just like kind of persuaded to do it. And now they're fucked up. Oh, shit. Sure. So it's like, yeah, like just, no, don't do it. Do it for yourself. Like the reason, like for you, Maria, saying the reason why you're on it and stuff like that, like that's a, like I respect that that decision and it's not like you have to right off the back be like yeah I know this is what I want it's because I don't want a kid say maybe you're unsure because of your partner as long as you work on changing your mindset throughout to the point of like no this is for me and not for you that's fine but if you're currently like no it's for them don't don't be yeah I don't yeah definitely you bring a good point definitely don't do anything for anybody because as much as 
you love your partner, you love your girlfriend or boyfriend or how in love you are at the moment, you always have to choose yourself first. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. And I'm not saying like for selfish reasons, but you have to look out for yourself first. And mm-hmm. it goes back to my independent way of thinking. And so, yeah, the reason why I made this decision, because I'm sure like guys don't even think into this. They're just like, uh-huh. You know, and it's like, okay, cool, next one, you know, but yeah. one, not that I'm over here going around like that, and even if you are, have fun and don't get tied up. Exactly. To, even if you're not with them for the rest of your life, you're going to have mm-hmm. with crazy ex-boyfriends or ex- crazy ex-baby mamas, <laughs> random things like that, you know? Yeah watch out i don't think i can handle it i honestly i've had so many friends who've dealt with like baby mamas or yeah it's always the baby mamas you got a a few of them i heard with the exes it's mainly the baby mamas and i'm just like nope i'm sorry nope like i don't i don't think i don't how i am like because i don't know yeah i feel that i don't I'm not gonna fight a baby mama. Let me say that. Yeah, <laughs> my ghettoness is <laughs> try not to scry. Yeah, this. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Anyway, Maria, you mentioned earlier uh, the woman that you had. Okay. So wanna, yeah. So in my history of women class um which was absolutely an amazing course but unfortunately got cut down halfway short because of covid but i did mm. learn about miss margaret Sanger. she um what year she was born in 1879 um so early 1900s she advocated and advocated for birth control because women were having unwanted pregnancies and mm. She also helped with abortions and but mostly what I focus on with her study with what she did is like the push for birth control and so she would push it and push it and push it and of course there's like a lot of history to it that I'm not going to go into but when it finally did get approved after years and decades of trying it's because sailors um so like men in the what is that navy Mm-hmm. would go around and they'd use no protection and then they ended up getting um all these types of like stds and mm. find, like get affected by it and so then then that's when they're like oh it's affecting men let's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's affecting our kind our kind is impact yeah let's all let's oh protect ourselves the young men who are fighting for our country the young <laughs> darn women the yeah. other side is winning like oh, yeah who have diseases already <laughs> now it got approved and so because of that now we have i think condoms were the first to get approved and then like little by little like other things developed but mm. even now it's still an issue when it comes to like pro-choice and uh pro-life and everything so i just think it's up to the woman and because at the end of the day it's her body my body my choice mm-hmm. 
and there's a million reasons for it even if you don't agree with it religiously or morally there should be no reason for why there shouldn't be clinics and facilities where you can go and get this done safely mm. um, otherwise this is just going to happen but it's going to be like on the dark side you know it's going to be um um like medics and doctors that are not certified not licensed you know doing this mm. in your garage and it's like what is this like you're going back in time if you want to undo those things so uh-huh yeah that's what margaret singer i had i learned about her and so it's just all i remember that class i would leave like livid i would be so pissed off at men and not just like <laughs> also other women you know i'm just like mm. oh like how do people live like that and yeah things now that still are like why are we okay with this but mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah see because like that's the thing it's making my a comment on that like that's how I feel a lot with certain things I'm like why are people like this why are they doing this like why this you know but they're just not enlightened well there's some things like when you're more enlightened in certain like, ignorance is bliss is one of my favorite fucking lyric or line because it's true like for me for example um and it, the concept's the same but applies to a different topic like when I go through my self-growth or do my self-realization or whatever, I realize things that I know other people don't realize. And it can be frustrating at times, but I'm like, I can't expect them to think that the way I'm thinking because I have more knowledge than them. They're ignorant. And it's just me being slightly ev- like envious of the fact that I'm no longer ignorant to this topic. Because when you're not ignorant to certain things and you're more enlightened in certain topics and you see the ignorance around you or you see like just things popping off or whatever like you're just you kind of have to deal with it by yourself or a few other people who can really understand you can teach like it's very important to teach people and knowledge is that's something else but at times when you're dealing with people who are ignorant to a situation they can't help themselves so they attack you they go against you they make you like the black sheep or you're crazy or you're this and you're that so yeah. yeah like I feel bad for them like I can't like as much naturally as I want to be angry about the fact of like why are you so fucking stupid or I like I don't want to call them names or I don't want to say anything um they're victims of it sadly like you know because it's hard it's hard to like really educate yourself or be different like changing the generational like be you you've been enlightened at a certain point or certain about certain things in your family to where you're like okay I see a problem that we constantly have and it's because of this and I want to change that because I'm aligned to it I understand it you know and you're working on that change but for them they don't see why you feel me like and that's frustrating it creates a like that I don't know it's hard I deal with that it's annoying yeah like for me some people are ignorant in my or like not as educated but then there are uh-huh people that like I I I think are really smart and they are or they're like politicians or mm-hmm, like I'm thinking of like two people in particular um mm-hmm. my old co-worker um he's a pretty cool guy but like when me and him were talking about it really quick then we realized we had opposite opinions and I was just exactly like, okay and I was like okay yeah I we can also still be friends like there's mm-hmm. some things that I like if your opinion is this about this then I'm like okay you're just a shitty person but mm-hmm. there's the 
there was something that I, I and I told him I'm like I do not agree with you at all and we talked it yeah. out and then I'm thinking of Ben Shapiro I don't know if you know him um he's like super like Republican guy and he's really smart and so mm. all about pro-life and I can't remember his arguments right now but definitely I just I just don't understand and different people have different ways of thinking mm-hmm. and, um, I, I don't I don't see this being as like a liberal or a leftist issue where it's mm-hmm. oh you guys are just open to everything now let's do this now let's mm-hmm. do that you know I really don't think it's that insane or dif- different as a request to have birth control and contraceptives and mm-hmm. like safe abortions and everything yeah um I also think it's religion mm-hmm ruled people ruled people's lives because yep. um once again with my mom like she's like oh now we have terms for these things but people used to just live with it and move on and it's like yeah. well then that's what you read about back and like what people were living and like I'm reading a book of like women in Guatemala and yeah. Oh my god like all these things like I see part of it in my family and I also know like I've heard and have studied about different things and mm-hmm. it's like it goes back to women having no rights for themselves mm-hmm. Guatemala still to this day you can't get your tubes tied or birth control without your partner's signature they mm-hmm. have all of those things and that's and how- Real quick on that, like, the thing with places like that, um, I don't have a lot of data about it, but places like that where they have a hard time, they it pushes people to do, like, very unsafe way of contraception, like, getting something up there and, like, pulling it out, you know? Um, so that, too, it risks, like, people can die. If you go and get a hanger up there and they yank something out, like, that's dangerous, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah. Please continue. This goes out to all my sisters that we've lost in the past due to unsafe abortions. Mm. Just like, you know, like medicine, either for it not being available to where they are in science or where they live for it not to be like culturally accepted. So just like all these different things. And then that's why I have a big problem with the church and for me it's like the catholic church because it just brainwashes people a lot mm-hmm. my mom and i were talking about this that um my grandma has this bible from like 500 years ago and so like it's been like inherited mm-hmm. in and so it has different like words and language and context and then she's like oh well it has to be updated to what it means today you know mm-hmm. Like, I get that, but then they change the meaning into a lot of things to control people. Mm. And I've read articles and seen videos of people where they're like, no, I've studied theology and this didn't mean this. This originally meant this, but I think it was King Arthur, if I'm not mistaken, he switched a lot of the wording in... Look here, let me see. King Arthur, in five or sixth century. Yeah, I'll look up specific. Don't quote me on. Yeah, we can we can go back to that. I'll be down. Yeah, remember. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just like people 
got control of this Bible, who everyone listens to, you know, and now this is a way, a means to control people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People are controlled, if you're religious, by your religion and the government now, Mm -hmm. like the new, you know, so it's like, how, I don't know, it's it's just a lot. It's just yeah it sounds like a lot no I mean you make a really good point you know when I was being like rebellious in middle school and found out about atheism I was like like not in a real way this is me when I was like immature you know but I was like you know fuck Christianity fuck the bible blah, blah, blah. but what I was saying on like the more logical side of me at that age I was like the bible is a book of like it's the way to live life or whatever but it's written by man which is biased so they're just telling us what to do all these people who are christian reading the bible their life is being controlled because they're just reading this handbook which i mean yes it could be a very helpful handbook and i mean in, in general that's why i like i don't diss religion but i know people can take advantage of it to take over other people i diss religion when it's dealing with power and it's like unpure but when it's genuine religion i'm like i respect it because the goal at the end is something peaceful but people like to twist the message and use it like one day and i really hope this person is down but you know you probably know of him but i don't want to bring his name up now but i really hope he'll be down to get have a like a talk with us because he was pulled into a cult and this is a boy at, at that time that was like not religious he was atheist and they you know it was powerful it changed his life it changed his perspective you know it was big for him at that age so I really want him to like talk about it because we never really talked about it, you know? And personally for me, like I still want to talk about it because of our relationship, friendship at that time or whatever. So it's it's never been talked about. And like, That's I want to talk about it six years later. <laughs> so I think that would be interesting because cults are crazy. Like they really be getting into people's minds. Like they really be getting into people's minds. I remember in one of my uh, foreign lit studies, like this, we were going back, back, back in the day. Um, I think we were before the romanticism period and before that we had realism. I don't know. I can't even tell you the dates, to be honest, but it was a while ago. Uh She basically, this is stuck in my mind for years. She basically said, like, um, people are filled with anguish when they realize that they are at the point of their life that they're at because of their own decisions. Mm. They want to take responsibility for themselves. Exactly. Want to blame other things, their job, their environment, their mom, you know, they want to blame out Uh external forces. Exactly, girl. Oh, you just said my favorite word. (laughs) Forces, external forces. (laughs) Yes, sorry. Continue. I'm listening. Uh Uh-huh with anguish it's like oh fuck like I fucked up my life or actually I'm in a really good spot or I could be doing better you know or maybe I shouldn't have drank so much maybe I should have studied more and then it gets to them and then that's why there's religion because you can take yourself away from that and just say you know what I'm supposed to have a hard life because I'm doing penance so I can heaven this is what somebody, this is what God intended for me, or just yeah. 
that blaming somebody else praying for somebody else praying for better but not doing but not actually doing better you know it's like Mm -hmm. that's how I I, I, like now like manifesting and like being spiritual now that's very like trendy and everything but people Mm -hmm. writing down their goals or and I do this myself like I'm like sometimes I do it too you know like I'm yeah and like I want these things but I'm not willing to put in the work and Mm -hmm. I get anxious because I'm not in this state of mind it's easy to blame my job blame my anxiety blame my boyfriend blame everything else but me yeah so taking accountability being like um just taking accountability and like understanding that you're at where you're at because of yourself Mm -hmm. of course there's like it's it it goes back to like another thing it's like nature and nurture you know Mm -hmm. affects you and your environment but it's also within yourself that you have different things going on so I want to actually comment on that because okay so overall with what you're saying I agree with and it's actually funny that you're saying this like I feel I'm still going through this um but I feel that I I'm at a like you're you're on like the spiritual journey of yours and I'm on my spiritual journey like because we're all are if you pay attention to it but I'm a little older than you in my my spiritual journey and so I I, like I completely like I can see if you keep up with this mindset and keep doing like keep doing it girl it's gonna get hard it's gonna be frustrating I'm telling you because like the thing is spirituality I think is getting trendy like you said like the spirit whatever journey like all of us are about it but it's not just sweet and rainbows and nice and cute and like peaceful. It's horrible. It's ugly. It's frustrating, but it's also like pretty cool. But yeah, like a lot of people who are very spiritual and they make it like super pretty are still the people who victimize themselves and don't understand that life is based off of your decisions, but it's just, it's hard. That's hard. Like the idea of that is hard. So they rather follow certain standards or just like in this situation we're talking about with religion, they'll rather follow a book because it's telling you what to do already. What thinking do you have to do at this point? Like, it's just so much easier, you know? And so I completely agree with you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that, but if you had anything no, else. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's intense. And I know whenever, like, I'm having, like, now I don't do it as much now I'm not like oh it's the world or you know like I'm just this victim like I definitely like I have caught myself in those types of like Mm -hmm. and I'm like girl that's good let's get it together you know like be accountable for ourselves because then it goes back to like being independent and Mm -hmm. just really being able to be self-reliant like self-sufficient or rely on yourself because Mm -hmm. I have just been, you know, like maybe I'm traumatized because of other things that have happened to me, but I'm like, I'd rather be really self-sufficient and know that I can count on myself than always be relying on other people, depending on mm-hmm. other people, letting my life just flow through with what other people are willing to do for me or put up with me. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It, and it's, it's honestly the best way of living, like, it, it gets hard like even for me I'm at a different point but I know at times I have my moments where it's like because I believe in that internal power like how we had that conversation with my um Brenda 
And the one thing that I want is power. I want power within myself to where I'm only thinking and looking into myself for things. And externally, it's optional. Like, I don't feel, like, faced by it. That's where I'm trying to get. But, yeah, like, a lot of people are so caught up externally rather than within themselves and in their internal power that, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, like, for me, it's kind of lost my train of thought, but it's frustrating. Like, in my situation... I, um, I don't know. It's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. We can talk about that another time, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, but going back to the contraceptive thing, um, I wanted to throw this out there for whoever's listening. I've had experiences in the past where like, I'm like, okay, wear a condom. You feel me? Like I'm telling a guy to wear a condom and he's trying to pull some like excuse as to why he can't wear a condom oh, this is not my size, oh, this, oh, that, whatever. Like, no. Women, just wear condoms because a lot of the guys that you are possibly dealing with right now, unless you're in a serious relationship, they're not that important. They might seem like they are, but they're not. And so you don't want to accidentally get caught up because he's claiming his pull-out game is so good. You don't want to accidentally get caught up or go through pregnancy scares because that's mentally annoying and it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Or you possibly don't want to make the risk of like catching an STD. Like just use a condom. Don't worry. They're not worth it. Like, yes, raw is amazing, but just wait for the like homeboy. Like wait for the white right person to come through. Um, because in my experiences, it was just not worth it. Yeah, I agree. No, I mean I never went through that, but like that people have not wanted to say like okay yeah let's put a condom like I've never experienced that so I can imagine how hard that must feel you know but yeah now I'm in a relationship and I'm I'm the one that's super extra careful with everything still you know Uh so because it's like it's my health at the end of the Uh day it's gonna be what I'm putting into my body whether it's hormones or another baby or a baby you know like fuck. yeah i'm a baby right now there's too much you know i'm in i'm I, i'm in my future i'm in my bag i'm like trying to get like i'm in a really good job and like even though it stresses the fuck out of me it gives me so much anxiety like i'm like maria just fucking stick to it as much as you can and yeah really build a career like what I've been saying now instead of being the victim uh, I'm like you know what I'm just gonna get better I'm gonna take trainings I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. learn how to manage my time better I'm gonna do this so that I can be better and then just also trying to let like the stress of things go you know yeah don't let it get to me too much at the end of, at the end of the day a job is a job so exactly I'm don't not- be afraid of losing your job if you yeah. lose the fear of losing it i feel like it makes it just so much easier to do better too because like for me i'm like i'm gonna try my best but if it does not like you know if there's an issue like i'm not afraid oh you're gonna come at me or yell at me or oh i'm gonna lose my job like i know it'll be hard to find another one but not impossible the, yeah like because i feel like the fear of losing a job and holding like that people put on jobs like it doesn't allow them to really flourish or leave or whatever the case might be like they're afraid to fuck up you know so 
Yep, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, anytime, like, I've always been able to find another job, you know, I've been very thankful because of that, or even if I didn't find a job, like, there were still other things that I could do, like, work little jobs here and there for money, you know, so I've always been thankful that I've been okay with all of that, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know, just definitely the, like, the power of letting things go. Yeah. So I think that's definitely been, that goes back to, then I just get into, like, you know what, I'm just going to be creative and live off the land. (laughs) Mm, That's the goal. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, if she wants to have babies or if she wants to be a professor and have a really nice house, she needs to put in the work right now. So Mm -hmm. there's it you know but like honestly I'm still enjoying a lot of my life because yeah and it's not even only about material things you know but like being able to go out to eat or like knowing that all your bills are paid you know little like the little things little joy little happiness that comes in everyday mundane things exactly like what I was writing about the other day, it's not about the extra extraordinary events, that the vacation, the dream car, this, that. It's not about material, but it's about you being content in where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. And one way that I've been content. I've learned that it's cheaper. Go ahead. Yeah. And one way that I'm more content in my life is because I have birth control and I don't have a baby. So Exactly. When Marie- exactly will but for right now she doesn't and I love that my partner understands that and of course babies now I think babies are a little cuter I've always been like babies but yeah anything um what was I gonna say okay so going back to what you had said before the baby example like when you kind of pull away from materialistic things more so or basically find happiness in the small mundane things or whatever it gets cheaper <laughs> like you realize that you don't really have to spend a hundred dollars two hundred like you don't really have to spend all this money on this materialistic stuff that you're getting to try to like fuel or fill these voids mm-hmm. yeah like you know it's not like you're not you know because a lot of times we get all this stuff just kind of sh- not necessarily showed off to people but it's like oh look i have this stuff i'm doing this this is better like it's just a waste of money you find out. So when you find happiness in the smallest little things, say, or at least for me, I'm figuring out that I save a lot of fucking money. It's cheaper. It's easier. Same with health too, which I'm trying to get my like eating is just make my eating super simple and like find joy in the basic things again. So I can just spend my money on the basic things and be fulfilled in life. <laughs> like, yeah. Fine. So, but yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, that was our little, I think that was our first video, right, on contraceptives? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yeah. So, and I think it'll be pretty cool to um, talk about this conversation again with more people or another person, because I have hear so many different experiences with it um, from other people, so that'll be interesting. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like we should talk to different generations, you know, like, mm. Women in their 30s and then women in their 20s, you know, like young women yeah. as well, because everybody has different opinions and everybody has experienced it in different ways. But definitely, if people haven't noticed, Endless Wonder here is pro choice and pro having contraceptives and uh-huh. control and access to it. So, yes, 
Yes. Uh, 100%. But thank you so much for watching. Yeah, that was an interesting conversation. And I, once again, enjoyed the fact that we rambled about other things that deals with contraceptives. But I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Uh, remember, all the information about us is below our Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to our email. I mean, our website. So go ahead on the link. The website um, is in our bio. Go ahead and enter your email where it says sub subscribe. You'll see the little email. Um, and stay tuned. We'll be posting videos every Saturday. So bye-bye. We'll see you guys. Bye.